The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. for week two of the finals. Hosting is Mr. Number One Fan of Skype, Cookie. Joining us is someone who is bereft of goo with anal suckling. Hey guys, how's it going? Brain power here. I fuck lobsters for money and it's still less painful than losing to Geelong. Also here is, well, number one fan of all things North as well as number one flag hater, Northern Lights. How's it going? And last, but certainly not least, Bay 13's best journalist, Morgan Ashley. Good evening. But we'll start with Goo or Tears. Who wants to go first? I've got Goo, and my Goo is great finals football, and the two games this week that were fantastic. I only counted one, Hawthorne Geelong, and... GWS Sydney. Oh, well, that was a bit of a blowout. That's your opinion, and you can have your own fucking Goo. (laughs) Shut up. Make me tears. I don't care. I had I thoroughly enjoyed this week's round of finals to football, despite the team I wanted to win not win. Oh, 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 oh. No. <laughs> I've I'll go for I've got Goo. I'll go for Jeremy Cameron Goo. As you all know, he's a good player and he just was fantastic. This is not your first time to have Jeremy Cameron Goo cooking. Well, there's nothing wrong with Jeremy Cameron, you fantastic player. Started playing footy when he was what sixteen. Fucking freak. He's great. Would give Mister Would give Mister Aaron a back rub for that. <laughs> yeah, I'd contemplate that actually. You'd have to be super confident. I'd contemplate giving Mister Aaron a back rub if Jeremy Cameron. I'd do it today in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, you just look at him. All time great. Well, soon to be a great. He's just someone worth seeing. Mm, it was great. He really did turn it on this week. Enough? No, yeah, I concur. I'd, I'd, I'd break out the lotion and give a back rub in five. Oh, no, but yeah, nah, tears on a more serious note. Yeah, um, wasn't really the best way to send out um, a one champion of your club, not four, like many have said. But yeah, nah, I'm not, not used to going out this early in finals for the last couple of years, so I'm still adjusting to that but yeah not coping too well at the minute oh at least you were back in familiar territory though isn't isn't north's average losing margin in finals this millennium like 80 points uh losing margin yeah it doesn't get yeah so 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 the games that you lose you lose by a lot yeah we do yeah we we don't do it in half measures (laughs) But, but but they were they are really good adelaide and I think if they played most teams, well, not most teams, if they played, say, any other of the bottom four of the eight teams this week, they would have won by a similar margin at home. Oh, yeah. There I would agree with that. A frightening prospect for teams in the top four who think that they are going to cruise through to a grand final. 
Adelaide will make you think again. And they and they can win interstate. Yeah, there there is yeah. there is no flat track bully thing about Adelaide. They might have a really good record at Eddie had, but their record at the MCG wouldn't be bad either. It stacks up. Yeah, I'll I'll go with some tears and uh, two sets of tears. Uh, one set of tears is for Ryan Burton's calf, which unfortunately copped a uh, really really bad corky from 350 kilograms of Tom Hawkins uh, in the first <laughs> quarter. And he couldn't play out the game. And, uh, yeah, down a rotation in a tight game definitely doesn't help. And my other tears are for the fact that uh, Brendan Whitecross doesn't have a premiership yet. And I hope he gets one this year. And if he doesn't, there will be more tears because he deserves one more than... (laughs) Almost... Almost more than anyone in the well i know it's a bad thing to say about some members of my team but there are some uh people who were there in uh hawthorne three pit three pit years that got a flag or two when they were just kind of there and along for the ride and they've got one and white cross doesn't and that i don't know doesn't sit well with me i hope he gets one because he's an absolute legend it's like players like was bradley hill free flags and yet all-time legends have sweet fuck all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of, like the the Robert Harvey to like who was that guy from Adelaide? Aaron Keating. You can't you can't make that comparison because it was like wrong wrong team wrong time. But when they're in the same team at the same time, then you, then it's like Brad Hill, Brendan Whitecross. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's just disappointing. But what can you do, really? Cry. Not out of it yet. So well, there's still apart time. from that, there's still hope. You've been in this position before. But will he, is, is he likely just to get dropped? Is he that kind of player that gets on oh, the brief? There's, there's no way he could he could be dropped after his run of form now. It's it's more about, are the team going to win the flag or not? All right, well, you've just got to get there. Then. I, have faith. Yeah. I have faith in you, Penal. You'll get there. Anyway, well, we'll move on to the games, and as Penal stated, beautiful segue into the Eagles, which, well, they got out tactic. And pretty much destroyed. They just weren't great football. Um, for a side that's, I don't know, made its reputation on on their forward line being so dangerous, they just couldn't score against the dogs who all of a sudden could. Yeah, I mean, they just... Well, uh, dogs always appeared to have more, at least one more person on the field. Absolutely. Every contest, they outnumbered them. They outhunted them. They wanted it more, and West Coast were just found wanting at every contest. I mean, it was well. Let's be honest, a pretty brave win. Wank. Did Did anyone yeah. partake in the uh, brave drinking game? Uh, Cookie, I imagine that'd be something for you. Like every time the dogs get called brave, take a drink. No, because he'd be dead. If mm. He'd be dead before the game. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not so I'd have to try it on Friday night if you don't see me next week. <laughs> if we don't Rip penal. Either Hawthorne lost or, or you got you got done by the bravery drinking game. Alright. They, they played very good football and it was it was a really good back against the wall win. I'm not gonna say the B word because it's not necessary. They were they were really good. They deserve the win. Congratulations to them. Bring on next week. 
And we'll, well, we'll move on from that game to, well, we'll probably talk about Friday night's game, which was a thriller, a very good game of football, with the Cats just getting on over the line against mm. Hawthorne. And I'll say this, I thought Isaac Smith rushed the kick after the siren. He did seem to go pretty quick, didn't he? Yeah, after like he made he it to be over. I see. Um, why see, did he smile like that, Peter? See, I, I, I don't mind the smiling. In fact, like that's that's the way he carries himself on the field. He's just a jovial, light-hearted character, and you saw that in the in the grand final uh, last year, where he went around high-fiving a West Coast fan. He's just that kind of guy. And in fact, it would have worried me more if he wasn't smiling because that would show that he's let the pressure get to him and it's kind of in his head a bit. That said, I think Cookie's right. I think once he kind of got the kick, he just took it too soon. Like, he didn't he didn't grasp this. Like, he was smiling and fucking uh, just going about it as a normal kick and didn't really grasp the seriousness of the situation. I don't know. I, I'm not a mind reader, but... It, uh, I don't think he smiled. I just think he looked stupid because he was wearing a white mouth guard. No, I think he smiled. But I think uh, he, it was a nervous kind of... I don't know. He, he was having a giggle, I, I think. And that's the sign of like he is. Yeah, I, I, Should Bruce have had the shot, eventually? Yeah. Wasn't wasn't he, uh, like, 52 out or something? Yeah, I know. That's oh, what I'm asking. Should he have had the shot? He almost royally fucked it up, though, didn't he? Uh, and apparently, I, I didn't see uh, 360 tonight, but I just, uh, like, 15 minutes ago, I saw on the Hawks board, someone posted that Nathan Buckley on 360 said um, Bruce should have had a 50 as a Cats player encroached the mark. So uh, we was Ooh. robbed. <laughs> we was robbed, I tell you. I mean, it was a pretty good game to watch, though. I mean, both midfields went out it, went out it pretty well. And well, oof, it was kind of difficult. I mean, I couldn't really determine a good best on ground. Like that was hard for me. Yeah, no. Now that you mention it, I couldn't tell you who was best on. I don't know. I mean, looking at the rankings thing, probably it would be Lewis, but yeah, I'd say Lewis. Lewis really did yeah, lift. Probably our best. He did lift in. Last quarter or so, like he was epic the way he uh, managed to drag the Hawks back into the contest when I thought they might be gone. But, yeah, if, if you if you don't know who uh, who to give the bulk votes to, then just go with the uh, the safe bet and say Sam Menegola at uh, number thirty-five. <laughs> the other number thirty-five, Ryan Burton, of course, being the the good one. <laughs> I will say it was probably a bit disappointing because I didn't think the Hawks forward line fired that much. I mean, Cyril kicked two goals, but his influence was down. Puapolo was virtually non-existent. Yeah, you get, you got to factor yeah. in though, I guess the the two um, the two biggest guys in the in the forward line, Gunson being more of a sort of half forward flanker. Um, uh, Fitzpatrick playing his second game for the year. And Showmaker's playing his second game since round three. So, um, really kind of leaving it late in terms of will we have time to gel with this forward setup? I um, mean, Stephen Fatlop kicked two. Tommy Porkins kicked two. Hawkins was pretty good. Um, probably his best game of the year. And uh, But yeah. Motlop, though, he fucking was shit. Almost ruined it for the Cats at the end. 
with uh, by trying to go for the miracle goal. I felt Dangerfield also shanked quite a lot of kicks. Oh, yeah, there was this weird, like, something weird must have happened in one particular part of the ground, like this, some guy in the crowd distracting them or something, because Dangerfield kicked the ball in, into the man on the mark, and then, like, 60 seconds later, Mitchell had the ball in the same spot, and he kicks it into Dangerfield when he was on the mark. And it's just, like, that happened probably five times all night, just players kicking it randomly out on the full or into the man on the mark under no pressure. The poo sewage probably distracted them a bit. Thanks, Suze, you dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, all in all, probably quite a good game of footy to watch. Cats go through to a prelim and arguably, probably right now, are flag favourites. So that would put them on the side of the draw of... Adelaide Sydney. Adelaide Sydney now, yeah? Yeah. 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 and and the way the uh, the draw has been done uh, really advantages Geelong because um, I guess they're the they were the, the highest ranked uh, prelim or qualifying final winner ahead of GWS so they get all the advantages of finishing first now. And well, we'll move on to the next game, which can be described as one of the biggest upsets, with GWS smashing Sydney, and especially in the midfield. I mean, where to begin, really? An absolute spanking was given by little brother to big brother. And didn't big brother fucking hate it? (laughs) Oh, well, this is what you get. This is called karma. And maybe if you had played your games there this year at that ground, you would have been more adept. But you didn't, because you're a bunch of cheats, so shut up. It's like, you just look at GWS's midfield, though. I mean, Luke Power, Lenny Hayes, and was it Leon Cameron? They've coached shit out of them that well. I mean, their handballs in close are just as good as anyone. They're fast. I mean, they make Tom Scully look good. They are a very, very well-drilled, well-oiled I mean, you just look at them. I mean, Cameron, he had it for Ripper. Four goals, four behinds. Oh, just destroyed goals, them. And an epic tackle of Gary Rowan. <laughs> yeah, I think the FL might be having a new rule after that tackle. Oh, yeah. No, you can't go anywhere near Gary Rowan without a rule bench. No, <laughs> 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 You're so cute when you've got a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> no, it's very wrong. Nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> I mean, Buddy was silent for that game. He was pushed so far off the field that, well, was rendered useless. Yeah, except for when um, he got sledged by Mummy. That was the only time I even seen him doing me. Which is a good sledge by Mummy, too, by the way. I thought so, too. And apparently, what? like, that's supposed to be a big deal, the fact that Mummy sledged him, but it was time for them to sledge Lockie Whitfield the whole game. Please. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think uh, Andrew Wu and Aaron Riley particularly liked uh, Mumford sledging. But did they have any... I can imagine, sir. Did they have any problem with what Sydney was saying to Lockie Whitfield, or is that all good? Oh, I, I'm sure that's all good, because, hey, Sydney? I mean, and Sydney, as we know, are just perfect... Lovely players. Of course they are. They've, they've never done anything wrong in their life. No, there's no substance to what they would be saying to Buddy either. No, no illegal substance. No. Michael Talia was framed. He's innocent. He was just picking something up for a friend. <laughs> Buddy. Are they, 
they had the, they had the wrong Talia. It was actually his uh, dodgy brother from Adelaide. It was all his fault. <laughs> it's me, but Kieran Jack in was a Jared McVeigh. Are they two of the most blandest captains in the league? What kind of shit club has two captains? Like, can Sydney be more untraditional and plastic if they try? Two captains. Wait, for... it, it, is, isn't it like a cash grab? They can sell more merchandise that way because they put out like a, a captaincy special and then instead of doing one, they, they do two. And, uh, yeah. I don't care if you're two captains with fucking Paul Kelly only Hockett. You still shouldn't have you still shouldn't have two captains. I somehow don't think Lockett would ever be the captain. Just... I was just talking. Oh, Warwick Kappa. <laughs> Warwick Kappa, yeah. Warwick Kappa just says he's captain no matter what. Warwick Kappa's yeah, like, captain of yeah. his own life. Kieran Jack was, was good, like back in 2012 and 13 and stuff. Or Australian back then and stuff, and but Jared McVeigh has just always struck me as a very bland, boring, vanilla footballer and a pretty ordinary he's, captain to boot. He's, he's, he's a side of rice. So you're saying he's worse than vitamins? Yeah, he's, he's worse than Spike McVeigh. I think he's been carried his whole career by better players around him. If he played in the back line... Like Nick Maxwell, he would be lambasted. Oh, he, he's 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 playing the like half back flank unaccountable loose man role, I guess. And he's not even noticeable doing that. No, he doesn't yeah, even. Well, he, does yeah, he, 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 he does. He doesn't even guard space. He just racks up cheap possessions in the back half. But at least Maxwell guarded space and pointed to, to help people. Yeah, and he. he he told people where to run. Yeah, I've I've never seen Jared McVeigh point. So like on that, he's definitely a worse captain than Maxwell. And I will say, did Dane Pedo Rampy? He <laughs> played badly in my mind. Oh, all Australian Dane Rampy. Oh, one of the fucking seventeen Sydney All Australians had a shit game. <laughs> Colour me surprised. <laughs> oh, apparently. Um, I was listening to a Jeremy Cameron interview and he said that Rampy's got a hold of him the last couple of times. So he was was glad to get one up on him. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What do you mean? This is not a real thing. You don't have a rivalry with this guy. This guy should never be scrubbing your boots. Shut up, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Since when did Dane Rampy become fucking Matthew Scarlet? Shut up. Don't any more fuel to this pretend fire. <laughs> we have the new uh, Jakovic and Carey of uh, of our time. It's it's Rampy Cameron. I'll say Alia Alia played pretty well though. I mean he looks well a pretty natural footballer. I mean he just covers space well. Covered yeah. for Rampy. Yeah, he's, he's an actual good footballer, not a, not just an athlete that they taught how to play football. No, he it looks it all looks very fluid, very natural to him. I I love watching him play. It's great. And well, we'll move on to the last game, which was probably the biggest disappointment of the round, with Adelaide spanking North Melbourne. I mean, Eddie Betts just he stood up. He's the uh, he's the best player in the AFL, no question. 
Uh, Joe Goose had, well, two pretty much easy goals. No surprise there. How far out were they? 20 metres, I think. He did take a few good contested marks in fairness. Like, everyone's quick to jump on him for the Joe the Goose shit, but he... Well, no. He took some contested marks, and they were 40 metres out, so he missed the goals. And then five minutes later, he got one out over the back, and then he kicked the goal. He's got a reputation for a reason. I didn't name him Joe the Goose for nothing. Josh the Goose. I didn't name him Joe the Goose ever. Um, I thought that Eddie was great. He just has that, I don't know, special things happen when Eddie gets near the ball and he makes everything exciting. How on earth he ended up at Adelaide, I just have no idea. Well... I don't, well, no, actually, I know exactly how he ended up there, but he told how he was permitted to leave, I just, it. No, you could pay them they are due, and then they don't leave. You could go, sorry, No, 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 do you know which club Eddie Betts actually nominated as his destination of choice? Yes. North. North, yes, that's correct. North wouldn't pay in the extra 50k a year. 50k or 250? No, 50, 50. a year. Ooh, that's a bad choice. Yes, he wanted to play with Daniel Wells. Oh, that would have been like a fucking cracker bus. Don't be fucking racist. <laughs> Why? Just because they're black. <laughs> you, you animal. <laughs> you fucking animal. fine. Eddie Betts somebody... Well, we haven't got any else to for. Someone... No, it's okay. They they picked up Nahas instead. Eddie Betts and Robbie Nahas, they they could. Have... Oh. <laughs> I didn't I didn't not know that. Yes, nominated North Melbourne. What, and... what year did he what, what year did he go to Adelaide for first year? To twenty fourteen, I think. Like, that was the year we got Del Santo and Naha. Oh, we could have gone without both of them for Eddie Betts. But hey, 50k, that's expensive. I'll say you needed Del Santo. I mean, he added a bit for you for a couple of years. He, he was alright for a year and a half. Surely you could have paid him 50k less for fucking years. I don't know. <laughs> but if it was what Betts was after, then yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I was... there is just no excuse. Like, uh, I. Any wonder he fucking. The mind, the the mind fucking boggles how. It... It's How like trading ever... pick 15 for Jed Anderson. Uh, there's just no excuse. No, that's a break-even trade for Mike. But yeah, no. The, the bets things. Not, but not even about North. This is about Carlton. How they no, let him go. No, he wasn't. He wasn't leaving. Shut up. I'm not signing. Shut up. You only just found this out. Don't get so angry. Yeah, now I'm curious. Someone will have to break me <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Lord, uh, Northern Lights, you know what you should do? What? Start a board spill movement. <laughs> I know JB is already leaving, but throw the rest of those tosses out for allowing this to happen. We, we need to focus on footy. <laughs> uh, focus, on, focus on money. Focus on the 50k, you should have paid Eddie. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. How dumb we can he get? <laughs> He's real mad now. He's got a real bad face on. And, and, and he's like looking off into the distance. Like he's fucking fuming. He's like, he's longing wistfully 
Eddie, come back. I never do you. He's thinking right now of all the games that Eddie could have impacted. <laughs> like, he's getting furious. So far, taken out two losses against Adelaide that wouldn't have happened just because he's not. <laughs> he's, he's kicking six goals for you instead of them. Oh, well, yeah, he's taking six goals off them and putting six goals on us, so that's a 12-goal swing. <laughs> Not to mention all the long north moments where he could have saved. Of all the of all the shit people hang on north, how has this slipped through the cracks over the years? Wouldn't this be like the first thing people come up with? You didn't fucking sign any bets. <laughs> I didn't know about it until just now. I only heard it during the week, so... I heard it yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to be the one to spill that beans, but I did anyway. That's why he fucking kills us all the time, man. He's like, I was so you could have had this. <laughs> you'll shit. never get this, you'll never get this. But still, Carlton did get upgrade him, or downgrade him for Daisy Thomas, so it's all positive. Oh, yes. It all, it all worked out for Carlton. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I will say their forward lines is functioning brutally without him. Hmm. <laughs> Back to the North Adelaide game. Imagine. Stop thinking imagine about it. Imagine Bet, and Thomas in the, as small forwards. Oh fuck off with your Thomas crap. He's shit. Oh, imagine you're so mad now. Roll Higgins. Oh, you go. I love you. That is just. <laughs> I will say that <laughs> Mad Jack Door played well. Mad Jack Door? Oh, no, he did. He, that's that's the best game he's played by far. He just couldn't miss, Magic, which is something. Magic not... Door's uh, Magic Paws were out in full force. Magic Door had Magic Paws. And whoever played on Rory Sloan, they did a really good job on him, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know who. Maybe Sam Gibson. It was the the cabbie basher or the uber basher. Oh, Trent Froggy Jumont. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, no, I don't mind him. I don't think we should use him as a tagger. I think he can be damaging on his day or has the potential to be. But Sloan was going at Boomer at one stage. They weren't playing on each other, but he was trying to get into Boomer and Boomer was clearly having a better game than Sloan, so Sloan maybe just needed to concentrate a bit on himself. Needs to be happy and needs to feel good. No need for anger and hate. I can understand him being a bit upset because he's been robbed of the uh, Brownlow by a stupid MRP. He was not going to get close to the Brownlow. Ruining it. What? This is why you don't get nice things. (laughs) (laughs) You hosed agent. He's a nice bloke. He's not... Like, he's a good bloke and all... He's not Good bloke. He's still the a... highest honour you could ever receive bestowed <laughs> upon you in a game. There's like there's a Brownlow medal. Fuck that. The Brownlow medal's too common. Like you've got like a bunch of Brownlow medalists running around in the AFL, like Cooney, Ablett, uh, Prudus Fife. It's too common. You, what you want is the good bloke medal, and there are only two holders: Hodge and Sloan. Oh, and Bob Murphy. If you forget. He's, he's the best no, he, he, he's, he gets He's got the inaugural bravery medal, which does count for something, but it's not quite up there with the good bloke medal. And you want that good bloke medal? I want a good, good bloke, bloke feeling. 
Well, we'll move on to talking points, so NL can, you know, not be sad. But Neil Barmer's finally moved to Richmond. Ah. I wonder what made him change his mind. Old Tiger Barm's gone. Anyway, <laughs> how disappointing. I'm really actually upset by this. Very upset. I think Collingwood have made a very big error in the way they treated Neil Barm. But good luck to him. So the story I've heard is that um, they were demoting him and bringing Gubby Allen in and he wanted to leave for the same role which he initially had. Is that accurate? Yeah, so they brought Gubby Allen in and didn't obviously replace Barm straight away, but brought Gubby Allen in and put him in charge of, like, the women's football and of the netball team and all this shit until the end of the season because he was always going to take this role from Barm and then they were going to move Barb to the fucking... Hang on. Sorry. Move him to the absolute devil's role of director of coaching at Collingwood, which no cunt in the world wants... No cunt in the world wants this job. Stop trying to offer it to people. So, Neil Palm leaves because he doesn't want it. Mick Bolthouse didn't want it. Is, Rocket Ede would rather coach Gold Coast than have it. Is anyone the current director of coaching? No. You, you just cannot fill that role. No. <laughs> Can't give it away. Nobody wants it. We've offered it to what? Tony. He rejected it. Oh, I'll take it. I'm, I'm available. <laughs> you wouldn't have to do anything because it's not a real job. It's just where you send people when you don't want them to do their old job. Maybe we can give it to Travis. <laughs> hey. hey. She's on to something. Is what? We don't want that cunt. <laughs> what if he wants a job? Bad luck. No, we're giving it to people who we don't want to do their old jobs. Yeah. Scott Pendlebury. Uh, would you want someone that you know unaccountable? I think the director of coaching role would be a very unaccountable one at that, yeah. so he would be made for it. So uh, when, when's this uh, BNF taking place? Not this Friday, next Friday. Oh, no, it's not. No, no, no. It's on the 7th of October. Oh, so it's after the uh, after the grand final. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We're booking it in advance, thinking that we'll play finals. <laughs> No, that's what you have to do. You can't. You have to go into the season thinking you're gonna go deep into finals. Yeah, you, you, can, you can't be content with mediocrity. That's well, what the, Richmond does. These clubs like Melbourne, who have it on a Wednesday on the first week of the finals, are fucking. Of course, they're never gonna win because they, ne- they never think they can win. So you have to do that, even if you're not good enough. So every Friday after the season ends, we have the Crown Palladium booked out for our best. And I got my ticket in the mail today. Ooh, it's on. It's Pendles, if you're not... listening, it's time. Well, Pendles, yeah, if you're listening. Just in case Scott Pendlebury, fucking captain of the Collingwood Football Club, happens to be listening to us talking <laughs> shit, <laughs> take notes. You know what? He's on holiday at the moment. He might just need a podcast to listen to on his journey. <laughs> 
Will we have the live stream with the brand though? We'll send tweets saying, listen in, Pendles. The Face Don't Aid podcast will be live streaming. Please join in. We recommend listening. How you can even join in the giant chat, which is weird, but it's awesome. Yeah, that got uh, weird last year, but um, when doesn't it? You can join Teach for the red carpet where you'll start talking about which chicks he wants to fuck. And one of them oh, will be wife. <laughs> oh, I fucking go her. Did you see in the conversation today? He said he asked if my mum was hot. Years ago, he might be my dad. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, never come... mind. He's uh. Well, less about teaching onto other talking points. Anyone have anything? Oh, I guess that's where the trade movement starts to pick up, and um, seen some interesting, uh, interesting stories during the week about. Collingwood apparently picking up Wells, Del Santo, Maine, and Marich. Uh, yes. What, what, what the fuck? Like, we always get linked to any player who wants to leave anywhere. So that's what I'm begging is going here. That we're just being linked to everyone to, I don't know, increase their prices and shit. Because I don't want any of these cunts. Maybe Wells, none of the others. No, no, no. Fuck no. I f- Bring back Neil Butler. I, <laughs> I thought Wells was going to West Coast. At least that's what I heard. Well, this week, he's... Oh, well, the last couple of days, he's been linked to Collingwood, and JB gave him quite the whack today. But, but when you say linked, what does it mean? Like, do, do people just come up with this shit out of nowhere, or...? Well, usually gets leaked. Apparently, in this case, I'm led to believe that there are offers on the table, uh, particularly for Wells and uh, Wells and Maine. In the case of marriage, Nathan Buckley said that we were interested. That seems like a rookie thing. Just pick him up. Yeah, back like, up. I think that I, that will be because Wits will be gone. Wits won't stay at Collingwood. To be back up to Brody Grundy, and we've proven that we can't play them both. And you still got like Mason Cox and all that, so. Mason Cox isn't really a ruckman, and I don't see his body holding up. So we need to have a second ruck that we can play in the VFL, and Ivan Marriage could be just that. Yeah, I, like, I don't think Marriage would be a bad pickup for him at all. Like, he's a, he'd be a good coach because he's a real, like, heart and soul type player, and he's, if you. Fucking Grundy gets injured, you know, you can break glass in case of emergency and play marriage and have a competent uh, AFL standard ruck instead of, like, a 19-year-old kid. Yeah, I think that's a good thing that we should be doing because as long as it's on a rookie kind of thing and he knows that he'll be playing the AFL, I don't want to see him playing in the AFL unless Grundy's out. With an injury. But yeah, you you wouldn't play him in the in the same side, so no. it's not like that would happen. But yeah. fuck off. <laughs> Nobody wants Chris Mayne. No, I, the curly. It's like the race you want to come last in. And Jaeger Amira still hasn't gone anywhere. Hartlett could be leaving Port. 
Jaeger will come out and nominate Hawthorne as soon as our season's over, whether that's, well, it could be this week, could be after the grand final. Um, but he will 100% nominate Hawthorne. I, I don't know whether a deal will be done. Like, Essendon might remain in the frame if Gold Coast want to play hardball. All I know is that he, he wants to be with us next year. That's Take it to the bank. Mm. And Caleb might end up at Essendon. Yep. Uh, Caleb Marchbank leaving GWS. He's uh, Carlton bound, I think. <laughs> I will say, in other news also, this is a, a more a general talking <laughs> point, but every Sydney celebrity is in meltdown. All the, you know how there's a Sydney comedians always appear on the Fox footy shows in sports and all that? Yeah. Like the back page and all those shit shows. Oh, yeah. They're all melting down over Sydney losing oh. a GWS's prelim final. The Sydney people are just deranged. Like, um, I saw that um, someone mentioned that on Fox Footy after the game, uh, you had, they were talking about the, what was it, the Stevie Johnson incident? which he got a week yeah. for. And apparently on Fox after the game, you had uh, Paul Ruse was just melting down and trying to get him pretty much hanged and like rubbed out for three weeks or something. And at the same time, even fucking Dermot Brereton was like, yeah, I don't know about that. There's just anyone fucking with an association to that club has just had their fucking sphincter stretched by, I don't know, half a foot. After that, they they really aren't coping well with not being daddy's favourite anymore. Oh, it's just like when when a newborn comes along and you figure out that you're no longer the the the, the best thing in town. <laughs> Sucked in. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult for Sydney. Yeah, they now just... suddenly realise they're the redheaded stepchild. Just um, in, other, in other trade news, I guess, um, Lin Jong to Gold Coast. He's probably played his last game for the Dogs. Uh, Jack Darling to Essendon. Probably could see that happening. Although we uh, took him to us, Lin Jong won't be playing Collingwood next year. It's uh, Deledio to Geelong. Would fit their strategy well. And... Um, Brent Harvey to Hawthorne. I'm not sure about that one, but we'll we'll go with that. We'll we'll see where that goes. Yep. And now we'll go on to well this week on the bay. Last week's poll. Oh. Before, uh, uh, before we do that, can I bring up something from the Adelaide North game that I really didn't like? What was it yeah. to do with uh, Eddie Betts? And the Kyle, sorry, the Kyle Harkin pick on Lindsay Thomas, and how that only got a fine. I just don't understand. Like, Dustin Fletcher used to get fucking suspended for that every time he did it. But Kyle Hardigan does it. Is it because it was Lindsay Thomas? I think it's racist. It's, it's not racist, no, but no. it is Lindsay Thomas. Because you're allowed no, to... No, no, no. That, 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 um, that was one of the things that they actually changed at the end of 14 when they changed the system. And they actually changed tripping because of an incident where uh, 
Roughhead got suspended for a week for something like that. There's pretty much nothing in it. And um, then last year we saw Fife. He tripped someone up and everyone's like, he should get suspended, da-da-da. But no, they only gave him a fine and uh, they've sort of carried on that precedent from from then on. I don't know what it is about tripping, but it, I just see it as such a low act. Like, I, I'd rather see someone punch someone than someone hit him. I just, I don't like it. I don't think it's $1,500 fine worthy. I think you should. I guess there's a, there's a difference between tripping and kicking, and this one definitely seemed like more of an actual kick out in uh, in sort of frustrate frustration or trying yeah. to... He'd been genuinely he'd been, bring the groove. He'd been misstepped, and he he genuinely tried to kick. He didn't. He did kick Lindsay Thomas in the shin, and Lindsay had to go off and had to be bandaged up for it. He should have been suspended. Fuck you, Kyle Hartigan. Well, now we'll move on to well, again, what I said earlier. This week on the Bay, last week's poll. What do you hate the most? 4.3% of respondents said flags. Or one person. Any guesses who that is? <laughs> Jose. I was, I was surprised more people would like that. <laughs> uh, 13% or three people said moustaches. Who were they? <laughs> Some egghead, Maximum Gornage and Morgan Ashley. Oh, yeah. Uh, thirty-four point eight percent and eight or eight people voted for Patrick Dangerfield. Safe bet that. Oh, and the winner. Way. Yep. The winner with forty-seven point eight percent or eleven people said Jack Watts with all three. Not sure how Jack Watts would uh, acquire a danger field, but... Um... Or a flag. You never know. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I know how easy it is to acquire a Melbourne flag. You just pick it up. It's obviously not a premiership flag. But... Did, didn't someone put a Melbourne premiership flag on eBay? Like, this was ages ago. Some bloke in like, yeah, it was... or somewhere it was flying a Melbourne British flag. <laughs> anyway, that was fucking funny. <laughs> 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 fucking idiot. Thank you, God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and well, we'll move on to Fred of the Week. And, well, any things you want? I did like let's pick over the stool warm slightly twitching dead carcass that is North's list. Mm. Oh no, um, a message from the AFL to our Sydney fans. I think. Oh yes, yes, a good one. That's a standby leader. Do we have a worst thread of the week? 
think we'll get it. Yeah, you can go for it. Best thread of the week is AFL HQ. Congratulations, Gil. My worst thread of the week goes to Red Best for players who've never lost a game. And the second for the worst post goes to Ben Peebles, who said players who never lost a final. And it was a picture containing three players who've all lost a final. You fucking idiot. Oh, I can forgive Van Peebles. He's probably still drunk. Van Peebles thought that Callan he's was... Probably still learning. He's probably still learning the game. I mean, he's new. Yeah, well, he's yeah. he thinks that Callum Ward is an actual footballer. <laughs> Van Peebles... He called him Callum. Imagine how upset it made Callum's family on Twitter. Because well, they've been very upset on Twitter this week. It goes to show that... Shut up, we're not talking about that anymore. What, Ben? Talk... No, we're talking about Callum Ward's very angry family. No, but the fact that he called him Callum Ward just goes to show that GWS supporters are exactly like Sydney supporters in that they have no idea about football. Yes, we get that. <laughs> yeah, but he could be using it on the phone and autocorrects. <laughs> No. Uh, no. Go and go and have a good. I'm gonna give. I'm yeah, giving like, people's like, benefit like of the like doubt. Like how uh, men Ebola auto corrects to men Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> or me, uh, men low for the fucking weird shit comes up when you try and type that name in. Believe me. <laughs> but that's just maybe, well, Sal would... maybe that's just going from my browser history. Salwood <laughs> turns into duck. <laughs> Oh, here's here's a good thread. Um, your your shit truck small forward expressed as a fraction of Eddie Betts. I just saw and this, and it's even got a comparison with uh, Lindsay Thomas there for you, NL. So you yeah, can you can I, think all about what you've missed. Well, yeah, I saw he's rated Lindsay Thomas as a half Eddie Betts, so that would mean we'd have one and a half Eddie Betts in our forward line. Imagine that. But you don't because you have fifty k. <laughs> Think of all the stupid things your club would have spent fifty k on. Oh, if we could get rid of the the, the, stupid the giant sausage. Yeah, if we can get rid of that, if we can get rid of like when when those dickheads painted the body spray on the floor where um, Sam Gibson dropped a barbell on his head, that would have. Like, just little things like this that we would have spent on, they all add up, that we don't fucking What about the drums that they used to have? Oh, yeah, the fucking drums, the shower curtain. The fact that you've got two parts of a song, if you just cut it down to one, you're saying... Oh, well, you can't. (laughs) The extra acoustic recording drums. Just forgive JP negotiated to get... An extra 50k from Mazda. You know, just one more car. Bang, there it is. Yeah, the, the raffle well, why money. Why would you have rigged a raffle for Eddie to get a car? Yeah. Maybe he likes Camrys more than <laughs> Mazdas. <laughs> Which I don't know how you could. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll go on to Flog of the Week and, well... Hit your nominations. There's only one nomination this week. Only one that I'll be accepting, and it's two Starburns. Yeah. You stupid fucking idiot. I'll let you roll with it. Yeah. I woke up on Friday. No, 
Yes, because of this. All right, well, I've got another nomination coming. Well, shut up. <laughs> I woke up on front. I'd been banned for no reason. I have been victimised by this midget fuck. And all I did was tell the truth that he is not fucking Irish. And that was all I said is you are not Irish. And that little maggot gave me a day off. And then he has the right to send me a message that says I am getting a day off. And it says, Morgan, I am too Irish. Check out the rules if you're unsure. And I said, don't get fucked to be sure you not Irish. I, uh, I then, did enjoy the line, uh, IRA wannabe. I fucking lost my shit at that. He is, you fucking little leprechaun. <laughs> Just because you're a leprechaun doesn't mean you're Irish. You're small. <laughs> and I'm fucking fuming because this will have ramifications for me in the fake football league because I'm not allowed to play next week because I got banned. <laughs> so now I can't play fake football. Oh, it's no great loss, though. It is a great loss to my team, who are very upset by the fact that I can't kick goals in fake football. So, Starburns, you cunt, you get my nomination. I'd like to also nominate Starburns, but not for that, because he decided to opt for a... An infinite number of times worse option of a thread than the one that was already there pertains to the GWS Sydney game, which the original one, I don't know who it was posted by, but I, I laughed pretty hard at his OP, got sent to the divvy in favour of some shit post, no-name poster who I can't remember his name, who whose thread was not half as thoughtful and witty and humorous, and it proceeded to get shat on by all and sundry who were who were clamouring for the return of the original thread, all of whom's posts were then moved to the divvy also to save face and continue to pull the wool over the eyes of you, the viewer, people of the bay, who, who didn't see the truth. <laughs> and it was just a... It was not his finest moment. And I'd, I'd go to say is it was maybe his worst act over the weekend. Fuck off! Well, it's not. <laughs> he banned was, it. Oh, yeah. It's cutting some slack, I mean, I mean, being Irish, he probably loves a Guinness. He was probably drunk already. No, no, no. He was. He tell you what he was. He was drunk on power. That little cunt. <laughs> and I think the, the OP of the original thread was a very witty one, and the OP of the second thread was bullshit. And the OP of the second thread should just go ahead and post in the. I'm, I'd like to delete my account threat. 
I, I think we all agree with that statement. If we were to take a straw poll of the bank. Yes, we won't be allowed to take a straw poll because for some reason he's kissed on the dick by Fifey. Yeah. Uh, I like polls. <laughs> <laughs> so we all agree that South Bend wins? That's yeah. good. Enjoy your uh, fog. I, I will have no part in this uh, in these allegations. Whatever. Same. Whatever. He's not coming back. Fuck that guy. I told him. I told him that he he's been back from the country for weeks. He just doesn't want to deal with us. Fuck that he guy. Is, um, yeah, he, he he is back, but um, I guess um, yeah, he's um, got better shit to do. I I I don't know. Maybe. He's too busy being informed, and good on him in his new um, hobby, and he's getting good at it. <laughs> maybe he brought a bunch of cows back to Melbourne with him. Or maybe and, he's uh... head from the arse of one, because he's clearly got utterly no idea what's fucking going on. <laughs> anyway, I'd, I'd like to nominate Red Vest for Flog of the Week. No reason, just... This will make me feel better. <laughs> I would like to nominate every Sydney celebrity, and I will go for the perpetual nomination of Smasher. He has probably done something stupid. Maybe you should nominate every Sydney poster as well. Or just one. Oh, I, yeah, one. okay. I, I, I've got a Sydney poster. Number 37. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Andrew Wu's Bigfooty account. <laughs> Is he, a, is he a bay or a mainboard poster? Because I, I have seen him, but not... Like, he, he, he's, a, he's a 90% mainboard that occasionally finds his way onto the bay and gets laughed at. Oh, yeah, every time he ventures on over, I just I can't help but shake my head. There's only three... Oh, no, there's four Sydney Bay posters. One, and they're all terrible. One is a jizz mopper. <laughs> the other one's Jack Attack. Bloodrat, who's, who's decent, and Provost, who has who is a side oh, and and cut and Kaiser, but and Provost, Kaiser's all right, but he's Kaiser, a little. Bit... I I just remove him from being in that group because yeah. he doesn't belong there. No. Um, and Provost, who has just lowered his colours he's, by sucking the balls of into, fucking dibbles. He's turned into deadly <laughs> dog. He's like muffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're double teaming actors like the we, we need a you know how they've got the puffer fish with the great A and Alfred like this? That's what it is. <laughs> is it oh. get two guys? have their heads up each other's asses and be like Provost and Dimmel's glasses. Yeah, um, could, they, they probably have more than just their heads up each other's asses, but I'm not sure I could post that uh, uh, photo on the bay without getting uh, no, unfairly but, banned. Well, and you wouldn't want to be unfairly banned now, would you? Oh, I, I, I think most bands are deserved. Uh, Penal. <laughs> you got banned. You're such an arse. No, <laughs> no I, like, look, I, I've I've been on the end of a, a forward press moderation, so I know what it feels like to be unfairly banned. Sorry, I, I feel your pain, but I 
I don't know, I just... Oh, actually, I've got one further... If, if, if... I've got a further nomination. To the cunt who complained to Starburns in PM about me being let off from my ban early and claiming it was favouritism, you need to take a good hard look at yourself because you are an inbred fucking mouth-breather turned burger fucking cunt of a thing who needs to mind their own business. So it's probably fucking dibbles. Yeah, I was going to say it was probably that post you they gave for Red 2. Yeah, so fucking having a complaint. Oh, look at you. Fucking click, click, click. Fucking wanker. No, I got it, banned for nothing. And if it happened to any of you other fucking sooks, fucking screaming it from the rooftop. But I took it well. I just got a hack for a and got back on. Well, we'll move on to uh, yeah, so, this week's yeah, games. Yeah, when, when I saw that mention of someone was complaining about favouritism, I assumed that you'd done something, like, actually wrong and gotten bad. I didn't no. realise it was just for the Irish comment. Yes, it was because I said, you're not Irish either, and then I got a, I am too Irish, take a day off. Fucking, that's not a thing. Uh, Starburns, that's not very uh, Irish of you. That's very uh, Nazi German of you. So, uh, pull your head in. Yes, well, how typical that a Richmond supporter does something German. Nine. (laughs) (laughs) Starburns is probably going to... Well, we're going to look forward to Starburns and Morgs back on the floodcast. Uh, If it ever happens... Yeah, get wrecked, Starbins. Get wrecked. I'm, I'm looking forward to his cliff notes this week. <laughs> That's a little cunt falls off a cliff. Fuck him. I'll have no part in this. Oh, of course not. Look at you on the fence, penal. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a... Pro- I'm, I, I have a made a living out of ambivalence. You know what? No one asked you to sit on the fence, but you just enjoy it up there. Oh, fucking depends if it's got like some of them have spikes. Exactly, you didn't so have some spike, mate. You didn't have to sit on that pit. Well, some of them are nicely, aren't they? Well, it's just right. Hey, you look like we pops up there. Oh. Well, we'll move on to uh, this week's games, and well, we have on Friday night Hawthorne versus the Dogs at the G. This game's on my birthday. Yay! I hope the Dogs lose for my birthday. That's what I'm going to wish for when I blow out the candles. I'm going to go Hawthorne. They just... Dogs probably still have too much injuries and Hawthorne, they're no slouches. I think Hawthorne. Yeah, Hawthorne. I I also... I think we'll win. It's the... Uh, it's... We know how to win these types of games, and the dogs, I think they're a bit like Adelaide were last year. They're playing on emotion, they're playing on the feelings of bravery. 
and that's good enough to get him one final win, not enough to get him two. See, for Adelaide last year, bravery was because their coach had died. For the Bulldogs, bravery is because some fucking one or two players done a calf. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, awful. Yep, and the next, well, the last game, we have got the second semi-final. Uh, Sydney versus Adelaide at the SCG. Adelaide. Yeah. Straight sweats, straight sets, swans, two years in a row. Straight <laughs> <laughs> I think Adelaide's actually would be a good tip. I mean, Callum Mills is gone. No, uh, no Tippett, no Mills, no some other guy. Kennedy might not play. Um, I think I'm that s- Adelaide have a very good record at the STG. And is there anywhere that Adelaide don't have a good record? <laughs> um, they and they think... have actually won like five of the last six at the, the SCG, so... Yeah, no, I was I was actually saying that with more confidence than Dan when he made it up about Eddie Young. Um, <laughs> um, I think Adelaide will, will win and win well. There'll be a there'll be a lot of a uh, lot of sweaty Sydney supporters uh, during the game. Unfortunately, none of them will be straight. Out <laughs> <laughs> in straight sets for the bent tickets. Oh, well. And then it'll be a nice change for us on the bay to have no Sydney supporters around for a while. Hey, uh, Buddy will still get his two weeks of holiday. You know, he just um, doesn't get his full month off in September, but he still gets two weeks to, you know, snort coke and fucking, yeah, snort more coke. (laughs) I think that was that was uh, the number one thing on the agenda, and that was the number two thing. But when it runs out, send. It's Carly like it's, it's it's like that's that's literally fucking. He writes a to do list. It's like snort coke. Oh, snort more coke. Fuck bitches. Maybe scrapes in for the bronze medal. Send Talia to get more coke. <laughs> Crash my jeep. But yeah, this has been the vlogcast for the finals week two. Hosting is, well, someone who's dead in the middle, Mr. Switzerland. We have Cookie. Joining me is the fence-sitter, Anal Suckling. See, all this talk about fence-sitting reminds me of this uh, this joke I heard once about the three women sitting in a bar. And it's like one woman says, oh, my uh, vagina's so big and stuff that my boyfriend can fit his whole fist in and the second one says well yeah that's nothing my boyfriend can fit both fists in at the same time and the third one just laughs and slides down the bar stool (laughs) (laughs) also joining us is Sydney Swan's number one hater we have got Northern Lights I can't follow that see you later (laughs) <laughs> and also we have Midget Hater and someone who hates a certain supermod, we have Morgan Ashley. To be sure, you little cunt. 
Thank you for listening. Hope to see you, dude. Please don't ban me. Oh, you you're getting a week off this time. When he hears this, <laughs> he, he'll just post the cliff no- cliff notes. Nothing else. Morgan Ashley banned for a week. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna get mad. Oh well. Fuck him.